y'all. Welcome back to Honest to Goodness. I'm your host, Carrie, along with my co-host, Morgan. Tonight, we're just going to be giving you kind of our feelings on season nine of When Calls the Heart. But before we do that, slight commercial here, um, I got news today. If y'all have been around for a little while, uh, you might remember that last year I went to the When Calls the Heart musical. It was a Hardy's VIP weekend in Napanee, Indiana. It was absolutely incredible. Loved it so much. And I even got to interview Christy Stutzman, um, who created it. Well, there is going to be another Hardy's VIP weekend this year. It's going to be June the 24th and 25th. So be sure you get your reservations for that. I'm planning to be there and I'm trying to drag this girl along with me. <laughs> I am very much hoping to go. Like, yeah. obviously, just like everyone else, you have to take into consideration, like, putting in time notice to, to the job and, you know, mm -hmm. that and money stuff, obviously. But mm -hmm. I would love to go because, like, I was actually able to convince Carrie to try and vlog, which is something she has never done before. And I have to say, we have a vlog video and she did pretty good. Well, thank you. Um, I think you did good. So her vlog and her interview with Christy was that it was definitely something that would that convinced me that it would be a good thing to go to and like spend money on. Oh, yeah. Um so yeah, if anyone of you, if any of you would like to go and try this out and maybe you're just not completely convinced that it's worth money, go check out those videos. I'm mm -hmm. telling you, it's a really cool experience. Um, especially if you're someone who's who loves musicals, like I love musicals. Yeah. yeah um, so yeah, and being able to see the behind the scenes stuff, which I think you guys have heard us say many, many times on this podcast that we love probably more we probably love behind the scenes stuff more than we actually love like the actual right. movies or tv shows <laughs> like it's kind of, i know we're kind of backwards i think you guys already know we're kind of backwards we're like we kind of like the behind the scenes stuff but you know what we're honest about it so yep but yeah. um but yeah it um uh, it was an incredible experience and one thing that was fun for me was actually the fact that there were a couple of people that recognized me from our podcast yes, when we did that. I, I was thinking you told, this year, you called me. Yeah, I remember. I was thinking this year uh, we need to get some T-shirts made up, just says "Honest to Goodness" on it, and just see if anybody. Yeah, that'd be cute. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Like that would be so fun. That would be cute. Do I feel like people will probably recognize our names more for, uh, you know, Hope Valley Central Station? But still, I mean, I, hopefully by then. Well, hopefully by then, because that's like June, right? Yeah. Hopefully by then, everybody kind of sees us as honest to goodness. But yeah. hey, either way. Yep. Uh, but I thought that was so cool. You you FaceTime me and you were telling me that. And I'm like, wow, that's yeah. unreal. <laughs> that's unreal. We're celebrities now. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah, totally. Oh, but getting back to main topic, now that the commercial's over, um, we just wanted to come on and share our thoughts and feelings moving forward into season nine of When Calls the Heart, because we all know that, okay, disclaimer here, because I'm sure we have some Team Lucas people that are listening to us. Morgan and I- Welcome, first of all, welcome yes. <laughs> to our podcast. Yeah. Welcome. Uh, Morgan and I have been Team Nathan since day one. Like, we yeah. just love 
Nathan to death and Kevin like we we just we love Kevin we love Nathan we love Kevin and anything we've seen him in like we're a little obsessed here um and we love Chris too but we just have a really soft spot in our hearts for Kevin not gonna lie (laughs) um but that it's not that we hate Lucas I want to make that point very clear and if you have listened to our podcast from the time we were Hope Valley Central Station we have made that point clear from day one we do not hate Lucas. We just do not honestly feel that Lucas was written to be the leading man. However, that is how it went. Congratulations. Just please stop using that Luca Beth thing because it makes me want to puke every time I hear it. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, but here's I the can, thing. I can here's the thing. I've, I've never liked people like mashing other people's names together because i'm just gonna have go ahead and say it like not everybody's name fit together right yeah okay and it's like oh well if their names don't do a cute little thing then they don't need to be together like i've actually seen people comment stuff like that that oh they're not meant to be because like their names don't mash together right and it's like me i feel like people are putting too much into it and it's like it's a it's like i'm, I'm not gonna go around and be like oh yeah we're team so and so like me and my like future boyfriend like i just feel like that's gonna be weird yeah but that like again like we've said many times before this is just our preference mm-hmm. but backpacking on what she said i i think chris is a phenomenal actor i think yeah. that i hope that now that he is now our leading man that he really is able to grow mm-hmm. uh, and that we're able to see not only Chris grow, but obviously Lucas too. Yeah. Um, I will, I will like she say, said, the Lucas I saw in season eight was the Lucas I had been wanting to see since season yeah. six. Yeah. It's like, if you had been giving me this all three yeah. seasons, I would have been way yeah. more on board for this. No, so. I, I completely agree because like me and you, like we've said in the beginning, we're very much behind the scenes people. We both have dabbled in writing her more than me. Uh, we, you know, she's literally been on sets. She's got, she's been there with the writing process. She's been there with the camera process, all that kind of stuff like that. So when you've got that experience, you know that them claiming that they didn't have someone from the very beginning to be like, they didn't, they didn't have Nathan or Lucas pick from the beginning. I'm sorry. If they did, that's just plain bad writing. Mm-hmm. If they didn't and they're lying and they've been, you know, and it has been picked from day one, but they end up switching, that's cool. Whatever. Bad, bad way to do a show, you know? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I'm obviously I'm heartbroken as a Nathan person, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but like we've said on here and different ones, we're trying to give season nine an actual chance. Oh yeah. So, but yeah, to disclaimer to all you Lucas fans, like we love Chris, we love Lucas, we see the potential. Um, we've obviously think, like, you know, think, we see the little chemistry. Like, for instance, yeah. one of my favorite scenes of season eight was him and Allie at the bar in the saloon. That I love that scene, scene so much. That was heart melting. <laughs> that was the like if you would have shown me that Lucas at least 
in season seven. Maybe I, I kind of like the mysterious side side of him whenever we first met him in season six. Yeah. I'm fine with the way that they handled him in season six, if I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. Season seven, that should have been in there. Yeah. That kind of situation should have been in there because that was perfect. Mm-hmm. It showed the softer side of him while also getting us to know a little bit more about who he is um, and how he grew up. Um, and, you know, showed him that he's not just all about money and, you know, being able to pull things and be like, you know, be able to pull things out and fix problems with money and success and having a name that means something, you know what I mean? And I like that. I like that he got down to Allie's level too, and was able to really comfort her and help her with her, her emotions. Cause like as, as a teenager, it's kind of hard to get through to a teenager when they're they're having like these big, almost like adult feelings Mm -hmm. and they don't know what to do with it. So I'm actually glad that Lucas was the one that really got through to Allie and helped her. Not saying that Nathan didn't or anybody else. Just, I really loved that scene. So I'm hoping that we get more scenes in season nine like that one. Yeah, I agree. Team Lucas people, you are welcome. I promise. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think I think the one thing that I can see. Okay, I'm trying. I'm trying to like weigh my words very carefully here, because yeah. I feel like no matter what I say, it's going to be a trigger to somebody at this point, yeah. because the Hardys are still just so divided. So I'm like trying to be honest. It's hard, but I'm also yeah. trying to be respectful to the feelings of both sides. Um, so I feel like one thing that I'm seeing a lot of Hardys and mainly team Nathan, um, kind of blow up about right now is they're not happy with the changes that are coming. Um, they're, they're not happy with the new poster because Kevin and Pascal and Jack Wagner are not on this poster. It's literally Jack or it's literally uh, Lucas, Elizabeth, Nathan, and the new character that we haven't even met yet, uh, May Sue. May Sue. Yeah, played by Amanda Wong. So it's like, there's nobody else pictured on the cover, and they don't like that. They don't like that this is now centered around these people. And I get that. I feel your frustration. I 100% do. But We're hitting what close to the 1920s at yeah. this point. We're I about think the to last see... poster, the last poster we saw, like for the that was a part of the graduation where Robert graduated. I think it said 1918. So yeah. I think we're two years away from it being the 20s. Yeah. So, so we're about to be seeing and I'm sure we're probably gonna be seeing them going into ni- 1919 this yeah. year. If they had, like, depending, like, because obviously, like Aaron Craig said, down. time time moves very fluidly in Hope Valley. You don't yeah. know what time it is. You kind of have to go based on, like, props, clothing, things like that to really guess where you are in time. Right. Um, so that's the only, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, going into the 20s. Yeah. So, so uh, I mean, I, I will agree. I think the uh, hot air balloon is a little over the top yeah no pun intended um but at the same time 
we are about hitting 1920. So we're going to start seeing a lot of changes come to Hope Valley and people don't want that. I'm just going to be honest. Yeah. People are set in their ways. This is a comfort show that they love being set in the early 1900s and they're not going to want to see these progress, this progress happen because it's stealing part of the innocence of it. I 100% yeah. get that. But at the same time, I feel like that is why they went with Lucas versus Nathan, because Lucas yeah. is going to be the easier one to move that progress, to move forward. Yeah. If, because if they were going to keep the show how a lot of us would love it, they would have picked Nathan because it would have kept it more homey and yeah. frontier and whatever, rather than Hope Valley building up into a city you know, yeah. more of a city yeah. than, than just this little coal town, you know, that it used right. to be. So no, I, I fully agree because if you think about it, think about the clips that we've just gotten released to us mm -hmm. about season nine, for instance, you know, our, one of our favorite clips that we've seen between Jack and uh, Kevin, where it's like, are you yes. giving up your horse? <laughs> no. Are you giving up your horse? No. Yeah. So <laughs> that conversation alone tells you that progress is coming even to the Mounties. Yeah. Like Nathan is still tough stuck in frontier land mm -hmm. you know he was not he's not happy with the fact that they were pr practically forced they're practically forcing him to learn how to drive and mm -hmm. do all of that you know he doesn't you know so i feel like that was kind of a thing that kind of showed you where just another mm -hmm. reason to show you just how different nathan and lucas are is that you know nathan is stuck in his ways and lucas is definitely more open to change and more opportunities and things like that so again i agree it, it, that's probably another reason why they went lucas's way instead of nathan's way but okay. i think also I, I think i agree also is that excuse me you I, i'm gonna have to go get more because i can't find them nowhere okay where's that that was a brand new bag did you look in the back seat underneath the car seats under the car seat i look like in the i look you I got you got diapers out and brought them in to my friends so okay I okay I just know I gotta, I gotta find them. Okay. Well, I can't, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do with them? I don't know, mom. How are we gonna edit that out? We're not. <laughs> great. That's great. Oh, well, I mean, we said from the start, we don't edit our podcast. So. Well, you guys just had a, you guys just saw a conversation between me and my mom about my niece's diapers that we, that have apparently gone missing, so. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, so as welcome I was saying, to our world of trying to record podcasts. Guys, I swear, it doesn't this is have why Yeah, this is this is why sometimes we don't end up with episodes every week because it's just it's, like it's never ending. It's always something either on my side. Very rarely is it on Carrie's side. I will say it's most of the time on me because last weekend it was that. a combination. I will yeah. tell the story because it was actually kind of funny. We were going to record last Saturday. And she had a church thing come up, so she wasn't able to make it. And we're like, okay, don't worry about it. Um, I I, I felt so bad at first. I was like, I was totally willing to get rid of it and like, yeah, go, no, but. it was it was all good. But I took that opportunity to start a classics podcast that I've been wanting to start. And then so we were going to record after church Sunday morning, and then. I found out at church that I'm going to be singing that night at a service we're having. So I've got to be at church that afternoon for practice and whatever. So I'm like, sorry, my, 
So it was like, it, it worked out for me because I got to go home and I took a nap. Yep. <laughs> so yeah. So cheers with my water to our efforts. Dr. Pepper, sponsor us. Mm-hmm. But anyway. as I always say, yeah, my mom kindly interrupted us. At least he was nice about it. She just she didn't just cut just come in here and just be like, hey. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, okay, like you said, like you're you're going into the twenties, mm-hmm. the Roaring Twenties. Okay, everybody knows about the Roaring Twenties. Okay, that's major change between what we've been seeing in, in Hope Valley versus what we know. You know, yeah. I'm not saying that well, Hope Valley is going to turn into the Great Gatsby. Okay. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I hope they don't. Yeah. But you are going to get some elements of that. You mm-hmm. know, it's not going to be like a city because it's still a small little frontier town. And you're still going to feel that. Mm-hmm. But your main characters, like I feel like, you know, Lucas and Elizabeth have enough of the city life in them to bring that along with Pascal and even Lee. Mm-hmm. They have enough of that city-like manner they know what it's like to be in the city. They know what it's like to do, you know, things that when well, even Faith and Fiona, like all these, yeah. all these, you've got a lot of different characters. Yeah. It's not just a lot of people always kind of bash about the fact. One thing I do not agree with: a lot of people like to say that Lucas flaunts his money, and that Lucas flaunts his city life. Hmm. Lucas is not the only character that has come through Hope Valley doing that. Mm-mm. Lee has done it. Pascal has done it a ton <laughs> in her wardrobe alone. She's done it since she stepped off that stage. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, I am excited about that part. I'm excited to see what Lucas and the other characters of Hope Valley are going to bring to this small little front town. Like, yeah. Elizabeth could bring her own stuff. Her daddy's well off. Mm-hmm. You know, who knows what she might bring? You know, we don't know. But, you know, one thing about this thing, and like a lot of other shows, they're one, you're gonna get new people, you're gonna mm-hmm. get new storylines, you're gonna have change, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to a time era like this. Yeah, you're gonna see a shifting when it comes to period dramas. That's just how things are. I think I think the main thing that concerns me right now, honestly, um, I feel like they're gonna have to be really, really careful. Mm-hmm. with how they handle this i've referred to season eight as the new season two because when yeah. season two was airing i along with a lot of other people hated it like yeah. passion compl- yeah it. it was a completely different era. it was like a completely different show almost yes uh, in a lot mm-hmm. of sense in a lot of senses yeah but there is a lot of good in season yeah. two that when you go back and watch it like the bad stuff or the part you didn't like is yeah. so ingrained in your head that when you go back and rewatch it, you're like, oh yeah, that's when this happened. Or exactly, because I happened. see a lot of edits. I see a lot of edits of very yeah. important moments between Elizabeth and Jack. And like, mm-hmm. I'll go back and I'm like, oh my God, that happened in season two. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, wow, I thought that was like in season three or season four or even season yeah. one. It's like, no, it was season two. So I have, a, um, I have a feeling season eight is going to be a lot like that. But the, the thing that's concerning me here is a reason a lot of people hated season two so bad is because it focused so much around Hamilton. It wasn't yeah. focused on Hope Valley, Hope really. Valley. It was the city. Elizabeth was completely different. Let's just say Elizabeth mm-hmm. went back to being her Hamilton self in season eight. Yeah. I'm sorry, but she did. 
And literally in season nine, when season nine picks up, she's going to be coming back. She's going to have just gotten back from Hamilton. Yeah. Um, that's that's that synopsis. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I, I hope they handle this well. I, yeah. I have high hopes for season nine. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, I have really high hopes for season. Well, I won't say really high hopes. Just high hopes. I, I, no, I, I have I, hope. Yeah. <laughs> this I is, have hope. I have yeah. hope and I'm definitely like holding on to that little bit of hope that I do have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess because like, I'm not going to lie. Like I have PTSD with this season, just like a lot of other people do. Oh yeah. I'm very worried about how they're going to handle things. Just like, <laughs> I have my leg under me and my foot was starting to go to sleep. So I was trying to slap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, but uh, <laughs> I was <laughs> guys. It's, I'm telling you, like before we even started, we had so much trouble even coming out and saying, you know, welcome back to. See, I just <laughs> I just did it. I literally went. Hey. What's the name of our podcast? Again? You literally like, said we, that. You asked me that, yeah, because we were like both of us were trying to say like Hope Valley yeah. Central Station instead of Welcome Back to Honest to Goodness. Yeah, but anyway, literally crying right now. <laughs> yeah, but um, as I was saying, um, they do like I, I'm worried about it because it's like you know I think everyone could agree that. If you go back to our predictions and us talking about the episodes and what we predict is going to happen next, all of our predictions were just about wrong. The only things that we got right was Nathan's secret. Um, Try to think. I think that was the only thing we got right. Possibly. So if you want any predictions for season nine, take what we say and go the opposite. Because like, take it with a grain of salt okay yeah. take it with a grain of salt so basically <laughs> i'm coming in here very like i'm definitely not going to take i'm trying not to take how i felt about just the finale yeah into season nine yeah i'm trying to take the entire season Mm-hmm. And take it with me into season nine because I think that's yeah. a lot about everyone else's problem and it's justified. Yeah. It's hard to do that. Like I'm struggling to do that uh, because of things that we know for a fact behind the scenes were happening mm-hmm. and different things like that. So, um, anyways, as I was saying, I'm trying to take the whole season into season nine. Um, but I also have to take into consideration, like Carrie said, you're fixing to go into a whole new decade. A whole yeah. new century, a whole new era. And that's going to come with a lot of change. You now have your main character no longer a widow. She's now dating someone who is completely opposite of her uh, her now late husband. She has a child. Um, you're ob- you also have like a couple of the characters running for mayor. So we're going to have a new mayor. Um, you know, Hickam is bringing in new uh, stuff with the pipelining that he's doing. Lee's obviously still working hard with the with the with his meal uh, and lumber and all that. And now, like Pat and like Pat um, Rosemary, Rosemary has a newspaper. Like, there's a lot of change even in just those little stuff. Yeah, that's you know, um, 
so those things, especially the newspaper and the new mayor elector- election, that alone is going to cause a shift. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to bring some attention to this town. I don't see how, it, I will say this, and I may have it wrong, but again, our predictions have not been yeah. on track. I don't see how Lee is not going to become the mayor, but who knows? Honestly, I, I think it's, I think it's going to be either Lee. I think it's going to be Lee. I want to say it's going to be Lee. Uh, the reason why I don't think it's Bill is because Bill is perfect as the judge. Yeah. Sorry. He's perfect as a judge. I'm not saying he wouldn't be good as a mayor, but just as a judge, I just love him because obviously like him and Nathan are perfect, but I think it's a lot of it is because of Kevin and Jack and we just yeah. know those two and how they are behind yeah. the scenes. It just makes it even better. But also, like, that's a perfect combination for Lee to be mayor and Rosemary to be over the paper. Like, that's just the perfect combination because it will add a bunch of angst and, like, like you know, problems. Yeah. But it can also cause for great moments, too, of them being well, together and being a team. Well, and, you know, I mean, it just depends on how much they go off of what they wrote in season eight. But in yeah. season eight, they pretty much had it where Lee was trying to find what's his calling, Right, exactly. Now, we never know, found where his he, calling. Where he's feeling dissatisfied in life and whatever. What's his calling? And to run. Which mayor. I mean, I know that he was kind of dabbling so, in the wood stuff, and we know for a fact there's a certain mountie who knows how to whittle some wood. So that'd be kind of a cool friendship. I want Lee and Nathan to have somewhat of a little connection in season yeah. nine too. Um, I but want, I do I hope want that. to see poor Lucas get some friends. Me too. Time. I was just about to say that. I was. I was just about to say that. <laughs> that is still one that. of that is still one of my favorite. But if you think about it, if you think though. about it, Nathan doesn't necessarily have like friends. Yeah, I think a lot of it just comes. I think the reason that you see a lot of him mingling and talking to people is because he's the Mountie of the town. Yeah, that's kind of like what you, I mean. A lot, if you think about it, like, look at like the sheriffs in your town or different people like that who help hold like a pretty big name in the towns. Like, they have they know a lot of people in the town, a lot of people gravitate mm-hmm. to them and talk to them. So, I feel like it's kind of like that for Nathan. Yeah. So, I would like both of them to actually have friendship, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, my I will say this because I don't think I said my opinion about the poster. I agree with Carrie, I think that one it sets the tone for this being hey Mm -hmm. this is a change yeah this is like a warning to you guys that we are changing but i i actually love the poster i I do miss yeah i do miss lee and rosemary on it and jack Mm -hmm. and different ones like that i do miss some on it it does kind of worry me that Maysu is already on it and we don't even know about her character that does make me a little suspicious of that Mainly because it's like, that kind of feels like a spoiler because it makes it feel like she's a very important character. That's a little sus, Hallmark. It's a little yeah, sus. Yeah, it's a little sus. <laughs> a little sus, okay? Uh, makes me a little worried because it's like, okay, do I need to get attached to this character or do I need to be hesitant here? Yeah. You know? I don't even know. Like, I don't even know. Because a lot of people are all. thinking, like, for instance, now that we know that Paul Green, with an E, extra E, you know, our <laughs> precious Carson, Yes. is saying that he is going to come back to mm-hmm. when calls the heart a lot of, before we got that news a lot of people including myself were kind of worried like okay are they going to put nathan and faith together because the last scene that we got of nathan for the season was him being patched up by faith yeah and they kind of had a little just bit a, of a just a quick talk. interjection there y'all the uh, the where we got the information that carson uh paul green as carson did say that he would come back 
was an article by Parade. Um, that, that they did with Paul. Yes. So yeah. that was, uh, they it's said. A valid, that, it's a valid source. Yeah. They said, they said yeah. that Paul had said this like on a Facebook live or YouTube live. What, one of his videos that he did that he had said that he would be coming back. So this is how we got this information just for yeah. anybody going, where did you hear that? So that's Sorry. Yes. No, 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 you're good. You're totally good. Yeah. No, because like I, I, I think it's pretty obvious that he didn't come, that he was leaving mm-hmm. and wasn't going to be here for season nine because his wife just had a precious baby boy. So congratulations to Paul and his lovely yep. wife. Um, he's precious. I've seen pictures. He's absolutely adorable. Uh, but I am excited to hear that Carson is going to come back. Yeah. Now, but here's the thing. We can't automatically assume that that means Faith and Carson are going to get back together. This is true. So don't automatically assume that those two are going to get together and that it's not going to be Nathan and Faith. I'm just saying that does kind of shift some stuff. I really hope they don't do another triangle. The best advice I think we could give y'all going into season nine is assume nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Especially, yeah. Assume nothing. That's gonna be our new like motto for this whole season. Yeah. Assume nothing. Yeah. Um, but like I was saying, like, you know, about May Sue, I like seeing those clips and stuff like that. I was like, it is interesting, but I will say this, I guess because he was in uniform and I just know we like we know the difference. Like, I don't know if anybody else caught on to this, but like Nathan has like a completely different confidence mm-hmm. whenever he's in his citizen clothes and whenever he's in the red surge. Mm-hmm. whenever he was walking up to Mesu and everything and the way he spoke to her in the saloon when she was coming down the stairs screamed mounty business to me for some reason now like I said assume nothing don't automatically take this and run with it but it did make me kind of wonder like okay is this business or is this actually pleasure or is it both mm-hmm. like what if it starts out as business and starts turning into pleasure or you know I actually think that would be really interesting. Well, I remember you commenting uh, if this would be another AJ Foster. I would love that. I yeah. would love that. The only problem I see that with that actually working is because of Allie. I feel like they would be very cautious because of Allie. That would be the only wrench in that story uh, if she was like that. Um, plus, I feel like Bill would automatically pack in on that and be like, run, run, run. <laughs> run (laughs) are you in run um but um like i was saying like you know it's just a lot right the new poster the trailer wasn't even the same like there wasn't a whole lot of like scenes of other characters a lot of it was of elizabeth and lucas and nathan and mesu and a little bit of lee a little bit of rosemary and lee and like a little bit of jack and I think yeah. one little small thing of like the entire, uh, of course, small clips of the actual entire town, like probably mm-hmm. in the square and different things like that. But like overall, the majority of the trailer was that. Yeah. Of those four people. So uh, I can understand why people are kind of getting a little frustrated because it's like, well, it's as if they don't even care about the other people in the mm-hmm. town. Well, and we know some like. Uh... And they're adding new people. Yeah, they're taking out like Claire and Jesse, aren't yeah, they? Which we don't know. I will say this that disclaimer: we don't know if the actors themselves did not want to return, or if Hallmark themselves did not want the characters to return. Yeah, 
that's the only big question that's kind of looming over our heads and who knows it might have been a mutual decision yeah so who knows i don't know but um but no i mean i will i will say they have made me want to watch yeah literally the only time i get triggered i'm sorry i'm gonna say it literally the only time i get triggered i can watch lucas and elizabeth together and go they are so cute i didn't hate the finale like literally i did not like watching lucas and elizabeth together in the finale i remember uh we've talked about this multiple times we recorded our reaction and i remember just being like this is so sweet like you know whatever except for the stinking candles i have on my team no candles shirt (laughs) the only problem i had was that i feel like they were like the kissing wasn't that great i will say that it was, it was terrible. Terrible. No kidding whatsoever. I do. But, I do not. But I, the you know the concept that they, that was there mm-hmm. was there. It, yeah. I could see what they were trying to do, and it was sweet. Yeah. Um. So yeah. But like you, no candles. I don't have my shirt because I don't even have one. I guess I still gotta buy a shirt. I can't. I didn't buy one of our old shirts yet. We need. Um, we need. We need to like redo our whole website and whatever. We'll do all that. But anyway. Yeah. Um, but uh yeah but literally the only thing besides the candles that triggers me luca beth really like that makes me want to puke every time i'm I've sorry never liked couple names. i've never liked people like some names I are cute some names are their... cute together but luca yeah, beth I don't even remember there being one for nathan and elizabeth though. there it was wasn't team nathan which shows you how much we just love yeah. nathan it was like, like either team Nathan Grant or team Nathan or team Mountie or, you know. Yeah. I mean, or we hashtag the Grant Nathan family. that much. It's not. And, yeah. But also, like, I love the hashtag uh, the Grant family because it added Allie yeah. to that, too. I loved yeah. that, too. That was, that but, was. Um, yeah, it was mainly that stuff. It was never, like, what would even be their name? Like, Nathabeth? Yeah. Eliza Nathan? <laughs> <laughs> Eliza Nathan or whatever, like, or. Boy. I don't even know. And you know, there are I, people out there they're like, oh, well, if they don't have good names that will match together, then they aren't meant to be like, excuse me. Now I will I will interject uh something here, just funny story that um my brother and his wife, both their names start with an M. So when they found out they were pregnant with their first child, their um pregnancy announcement had the hashtag Eminem's first mini because you know the little oh, uh, I remember you telling me this yes and her sister her sister had uh created this little thing for her and literally had scattered like little mini Eminem's over the board to create the announcement well the one guy I've ever been in love with both of our names started with a k so my mom's joke kick <laughs> what would happen if we have kids kit kat's first break that don't sound good <laughs> like i'm sorry but that just doesn't work but what is funny about that is kit kats were my favorite growing yeah. up like, that was i like kit kats yeah up. yeah i still love them now i love reese's more but still um but just a little funny story there about the little uh cute couple names or whatever um yeah but yeah, that's that's the one thing that bothers me. I like I said, I do not have a problem with Lucas and Elizabeth together. The problem I had with it in season eight 
was how they went about it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it wasn't them. It was how they went about it. Yeah. And I will say they are making me want to watch season nine, which I already had planned to. I said this, like, from the finale. Show mm-hmm. me. Show yeah. me what you had in mind. I want to see what you had in mind when you made this decision. Like, I don't know, maybe because I'm a writer. Yeah. I have this inquisitive mind of, okay, where are you going with this? Like, I want to see where this yeah. is going. Yeah, because I mean, it, it. I will say this, like, I just don't see them making such a huge risk in choosing the businessman over the Mountie without there being something really concrete. Huh? What is the feedback I'm hearing right now? It sounds like a buzzing or something. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not hearing it. Right well, I mean, I do have twin nieces in the living room and they're playing Cocomelon. No, that's not it. It's like a, uh, it's literally like a buzz or something. I don't know what I'm I don't hearing. know. Sorry, y'all are hearing. Sorry, guys. Yeah. I think you guys are pretty used to us constantly having technical difficulties. So I think you guys have learned to just drown it out by now. Yeah. At least I hope so. Don't yeah. let it, you know. No, I uh, I guess I, I felt the same way because like, you know, that's a pretty big thing to do whenever the biggest thing about the show was about, you know, this, this young school teacher and a Mountie. Mm-hmm. that was how the school that was how the story was it was how the books were right. it's how Jeanette Oaks wrote it and I don't care what she says Mounties are not out no. okay no yeah. um second of all you know there just wasn't enough concrete evidence to support their relationship right in the whole three seasons there was nothing really concrete. Like, yeah, they had cute moments. I'm not saying they didn't have cute moments and they didn't have somewhat of chem- chemistry. But when you do a triangle, you're going to have people comparing the two men or the two women that are in that triangle. And I'm sorry, but Nathan had concrete evidence at the wazoo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, with that saying, like I said, sorry, Lucas and Lucas people. I'm not saying this to kind of like bash Lucas. I'm just saying... This is the writers, well, not necessarily even the writers, but honestly, I've been the CEO more than anyone mm-hmm. uh, for this. So what I'm saying is, it's like, okay, whatever happened, whether it's a flip of the script, whatever, some you guys went into that writing room, y'all mm-hmm. went and gathered everybody up, or however y'all did it to kind of get this uh, switch done, or like, okay, Lucas is our guy, woohoo, how are we going to convince them that he's the guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. that's what's like her that's what's making me want to watch season nine like what is it like yeah. and how much of the and like i another thing that kind of worries me is that i don't want them to change lucas mm-hmm. i don't I necessarily want, want them want to change to Elizabeth. growth in lucas yes i want to see him like i don't want to i want to see him like how elizabeth changed yeah he didn't change change but she grew she, she adapt- got out of this yeah she adapted yeah. to what she was being thrown into mm-hmm. and you know she got out of this city like mine this you know princess you know daddy's girl you know which she wasn't even really like anyways like I know Jack messed with her a lot about that but like she really wasn't that much of a princess yeah but anyways just like I don't think Lucas is that much of a prince or right. that much of a richy rich dude mm-hmm. um 
because whenever he throws money around, he's doing it to help other people. Mm-hmm. He's not doing it for himself. He's doing it for other people. Mm-hmm. He's not throwing his his name around. He's not doing a bunch of that. Like, yeah, of course, like anyone, he introduces, introduces himself as Lucas Bouchard. But, I mean, in a frontier town, it's not going to hold that much weight because, you know. Mm-hmm. But anyways, like, I want to see him grow the way that Luke, like Elizabeth did. Mm-hmm. You know, not change who he is, but just adapt to where he's at. Mm-hmm. You know, and he can still wear a suit. He can still do that. Like Lee wears a suit. Mm-hmm. Bill even wears a suit. Mm-hmm. Nathan has worn a suit. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't want him to I actually like the suit on Lucas. Mm-hmm. And I did see in some of the clips where he's in a Henley and suspenders. And a lot of people have even picked up on that. And they're like, that's Nathan's look. It's like, no, plenty of people in that town, including Bill, Jack, um, I think even uh, Jesse and just different males in the town wore Henleys and Spenders. And I don't think it's, it's just like to see Lucas relax a little. Yeah. And become at home to finally, yeah. to finally make this his home. Yeah. And not just this is where he's at. Like, um, right. Like, this is his home now. He needs to yeah. adjust in certain ways, yeah. not completely changing himself, but like, you know, it doesn't really completely make sense for him to wear like full on leisure suits mm-hmm. and fancy shoes in a frontier town all I mean, the time. I mean, yeah. I, every, I was, like, you know, I think he, but like when he's actually cute. doing stuff like outside and like, you know, getting dirty, doesn't make sense for him to be a suit in a suit. Right. Well, I mean, the uh, the clip that we were seeing where he's like working on the motorcycle or something, he's in suspenders and whatever. And Elizabeth's walking up to Chris looks pretty cute in that scene. And he like, does. Like, he yeah. looks adorable. It looks very yeah. natural in that. Like, whenever he was you know. reading to Little Jack, he was in a suspender. He was in his suspenders mm-hmm. and buttoned up, which yeah. I think was also kind of like casual too, because it's like he's put he's helping put Little Jack to bed. He's getting to know his future stepson. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't have to be a like you know, and he probably I think he's actually wearing the same outfit. Now we do know that when Calls the Heart does repeat out, outfits and stuff, so mm-hmm. it may not be the same scene. But I mean, after he's worked all day in the motorcycle or whatever he was working on, you know, makes no sense yeah. for him to just change out of that, go into a suit, just tuck the dude, in, little boy, little boy in the bed. So mm-hmm. yeah, but um, not, nothing's just a sign to just you know. So I do get what people are saying because a lot of people were like, including a lot of some of our close friends that we've met through the podcast and through our Instagram lives have also spoken that they don't want them to change Nathan or Lucas to fit their new roles. Mm-hmm. You know, because now well, Lucas is the main I character. Can, I don't think you can 100% say that though. Because people yeah. change. Yeah. Things happen. Yeah. You change. You become more this. You become less that. People are not yeah. going to stay the same 100% of the time. And, and when you go through mm-hmm. situations, like, I'm sorry, I've never done it. But, you know, you hear people, women, completely like doing something drastically changed to their hair or mm-hmm. wardrobe, whatever, after a breakup. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people aren't really liking Nathan's mustache. I've actually grown to like it. Okay. At first I was like, no, 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 please don't. <laughs> but I've actually grown to like it. Yeah. But that is typical 
after a horrible breakup, heartbreak, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. it's kind of standard thing to do is to mm-hmm. either like dudes tend to either grow mustaches or if they've always had a beard or whatever, they shave it off. Mm-hmm. Or they'll do something drastic to their hair too. Or they'll get a tattoo or they'll do whatever. But I'm just mm-hmm. saying that kind of stuff happens after breakups why can't i mean i've seen people change their personality i've seen people change a lot of things after they have something drastic like that happen to them and mm-hmm. i'm sorry but i think we can all agree that something drastic happened with nathan after mm-hmm. hearing that and especially after he was compared to jack mm-hmm. i don't think that the like the writers might try and do it but i don't think they're just going to be able to leisurely step over that and yeah. act like that was never spoken to him yeah. you know so change is gonna happen after stuff like that i'm i'm definitely looking forward to season nine and we have several friends that are done with the show not planning to watch anymore we have several other people who have said they're not planning on watching but they'll still listen to our podcast which is super sweet we love y'all support uh we have other people that are saying they're not planning on watching until they find out what we think about it which is again very sweet but y'all would trust our opinions that much um but I'm about to say a few things that I in no way mean mean heartedly Morgan has no idea I'm fixing to say this um okay now I'm scared I'm just gonna be shooting straight here honest to goodness so I'm just gonna start shooting straight here I feel like a lot of team Nathan not all we're Team Nathan. I do not think every Team Nathan person has become this. I'm seeing a lot of Team Nathan that is becoming very toxic. I have literally had to go unfollow accounts because they are so toxic. They are so angry and bitter over what happened that they're making false accusations against season nine this one account that i unfollowed the other day was complaining about the fact that they have recast uh little jack in this season and she was like of course they did they had to find a kid that liked chris and i was like okay hold up the taylor twins took a year off filming that is why they were replaced which is understandable because last time i checked they're like what four yeah Three or four, something like yeah, that. Yeah, they're they're children. Yes. So I but I'm just seeing so much yeah. toxic behavior. I'm yeah. sorry. I y'all know I'm Team Nathan. Y'all know I love y'all. Again, I'm not accusing every single Team Nathan person of doing this, but a lot of Team Nathan is acting like a bunch of three-year-olds that can't freaking grow up and let it go. Yeah. Okay, it happened. You can't do anything about it. Grow up and get yeah. over it. Yeah. Stuff happens. Or at least just don't talk about it. If it's that yeah. heartbreaking to you, if that makes you so angry to ever look at stuff about season nine, if you like, if all of that is triggering to you, mm-hmm. like me and Carrie went through our own little emotions whenever yeah. the finale stopped. We even. Like, we even started trying to gear ourselves towards other shows just in case we didn't like season nine and mm-hmm. we no longer wanted to watch season nine. So we're not faulting anyone for not wanting to watch. 
The difference is, is that we just haven't completely cut ourselves off from the show. We haven't went out of our way to talk to the, to tell the actors, actresses, like people, even Brian Bird. You know, I know I posted that little small thing on TikTok. I, I mean, not TikTok, but Twitter or whatever. Deleted my Twitter because I'm sorry, but Twitter is toxic, toxic more than Instagram. And that says something because yeah. Instagram is just as toxic. Yeah. It's toxic because like every other post I've seen, it's like, people are still posting about Nathan and stuff and it's like they're but they're also like just making like like you said false accusations trying to say like oh I already see like for instance like I was saying like Lucas and suspenders and button-ups like that's Nathan's outfit like what are you doing blah blah, blah. like you know it's I'm like sorry but if you're no need for that wrapped up in a yeah. tv show you might want to reassess your life and we and know then, that because yeah. we went through that. Yeah, exactly. We got we got deep down into our emotions after it all happened because we had just spent the better part of like what six months of our lives talking about the show, coming mm-hmm. on here, making these podcasts that are like long, at least an hour long because we can't stop and shut up because we're Southern women. Okay, just deal with it. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, like that was our whole life because if we weren't on here making the podcast we were on live streams talking to people for almost until four o'clock in the morning talking about this show and talking about our theories we were trying to get interviews with these actors and actresses we still are Mm -hmm. like this that had become literally our entire life Mm -hmm. but at, at the time both of us like because of covid weren't able to work we still aren't really able to work as much as we want to Mm-hmm. I can't, but like that's a lot of that is just personal stuff going on. Mm-hmm. That's nobody's business. But anyways, so we had the time to like literally have this show be our whole life. Mm-hmm. We didn't a lot of, and I see some people who literally have kids or spouses or you know have like you know a life like school. Like I see some of the like Bella, different ones that have school too. Like mm-hmm. I'm telling you, you have a life after this. Don't let this be so consuming to you that it changes who you are and makes you bitter, makes you angry, and actually get into the mindset that it's okay to go out there and make accusations about these actresses, actresses, actors, you know, crew members, you know, like leave people, other people alone. Okay, just stop talking about the show. Stop, you know, just don't, you don't have to do any of that. Like, what's the point? Yeah. What's, What's the point? Bitterness. All it's doing is worsening your, it's just making your bitterness and anger grow more. Which is That's eating at you. It's yeah. eating at you and it is not making, it's not making a positive. It's not going to change anything. It's not going to change the show. It's not going to make them completely take the season eight finale away. It's not going to make them be like, oh, I'm sorry. Here's the new ending. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even want that. Mm-hmm. I would not want them to do that because Kevin and Nathan Grant, I know Kevin, I know Nathan Grant's imaginary, whatever, <laughs> but like they both deserve better than that. They deserve to have yeah. their own love story. And I even said this whenever they were doing in the middle of the triangle. I have always hated the triangle storyline type situation. I didn't like it whenever it was two girls fighting over a guy. I didn't like it when it was two guys fighting over a girl or whatever. I mm-hmm. never liked it ever. One other thing. So, I mean, I get it, but it's like, I'm glad that Nathan's getting his own love story outside of this toxic mess. Because from now on, Lucas and Elizabeth's relationship is always going to be tied to Nathan somehow, some way. It's always going to be tied and they're constantly going to have to go back 
and look at and talk about the fact that at one point it was Elizabeth, Nathan, and Lucas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm glad that Nathan is not going to have to do that. If it's Maysu, Faith, whatever. One other thing that I wanted to bring up, and again, y'all know I'm not on Twitter. I did not see what happened. I had said this repeatedly. I don't want to know everything that happened. I know a lot of people are angry at Brian, Brian Bird, for the way he handled things. I'm not saying he should have done what he did. I'm not excusing him at all. All I'm saying is, he who is without sin, let him cast the first stone. I would like to see you go out there. If you think you can do a better job, I challenge you to go out there and make your own show, get two hours of sleep a night, write your own show, produce your own show, deal with CEOs, deal with however many thousands of people coming at you and never say anything wrong. But also being technically an elderly person. He's like, you know, he's not no spring chicken. He's not in his 20s. You know, know, that's not, yeah. And also just, just I don't think it was Brian. I think to a certain extent, yeah, he still has some say in things, but at the end of the day, you're not the CEO of Hallmark. Yeah. You don't put the final stamp on things. You don't put that crown symbol on everything. They do. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, at the end of the day, his ha- I guarantee you his hands were tied with this whole situation. Yeah. Now, I will agree with Terry. He may not have handled it right, but, yeah. like, I'm sorry. We're all human. Mm-hmm. A lot of the people, including, in fact, a lot of the people who are calling out Brian have said worse things than Brian has said. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, it's okay for you to say it, but it's not okay for him to say it. Last time yeah. I checked, you both, if you both were cut right now, if someone cut you on the arm, you'd be bleeding the same color. Mm-hmm. You would feel in the same pain. It's no different. Yep. So, so I, yeah. I don't, I don't, I completely agree with what Carrie is saying. Like, there's way too much toxic, hateful behavior having on all social media platforms Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter. I mean, I've seen it. I've been a part of groups. Me and Carrie were treated horribly by Team Nathan people. So we stuck up for Lucas mm-hmm. on a Team Nathan page. So we know firsthand. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, um, I'm, not, I'm not saying it. And we've been bashed by Team Lucas too. So, I mean, it's like, it's, yeah, but it's, it's like, coming after us. Okay. But that's just how, like, yeah, that's what happens when you're, out here and you're showing your face you're you're in front of a camera and you're giving your opinions that's going to happen yeah and i'm not saying that neither one of us ever get upset oh yeah I mean, there there are still times when like literally we were going to get on a i think an instagram live last weekend mm-hmm. and i had gotten so upset i was mm-hmm. like i cannot discuss this without going on a rant and i do not need to do that so i'm not getting on this live yeah I had to be careful too. Like that's the reason why I deleted my Twitter because I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say this. Twitter was definitely a lot more toxic hmm. than Instagram, or at least my Instagram and the people that I was following compared to the people that I was following on Instagram. I mean on Twitter. And I did make a post and I was wrong in saying that they should fire John Tinker and rehire Alfonso. I was wrong in that. So I just deleted my my Twitter. I deleted my the everything because I was wrong in doing that and like people weren't letting it go. Mm-hmm. 
So I just went ahead and deleted it because I didn't really like Twitter anyways. I wasn't where I just, Instagram is more my speed. Instagram is just more my speed. Okay. This is more like how I am. And I don't even post anything on Instagram. Most of the time I just use my Instagram to go on lives. So that's it. No. But, um, you know, it's this fandom on both sides. It's Team Lucas and Team Nathan are both have both had members that are very toxic and very vocal with their toxicity. And it's, it's not right. And, you know, my thing is this, the way I look at it is that when you are a Team Nathan person, you are representing Kevin. Mm-hmm. When you are Team Lucas, you're representing Chris. And I think both of those men would be very quite disgusted mm-hmm. with the behavior that they are seeing. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that people can't share their opinions, but you don't have to directly go after people that don't have the same opinion as you. I will never understand people that, like, just for an example, I follow the base on Instagram. I love Lawson Bates music and whatever. I've never even watched an episode of Bringing Up Bates, but I have met the family. They're super sweet, whatever. And I will see people come on their pages and comment like this disgusting stuff to them. And it's like, okay, if you don't like them, why are you following them? Or why are you purposely coming on their page? Right. Just leave them alone. You don't like them, ignore them. You have that ability to keep on scrolling, to unfollow, block if you want to. I don't mm-hmm. care. They're not going to care. I can guarantee you they yeah. would rather you that, it's not gonna, them yeah. than comment that stuff to them. Like, right. what, are you, what are you accomplishing by tearing somebody down? Right. So for us, that's something that we had to disable comments on mm-hmm. our YouTube and our Instagram because people were getting so bad that it was just like, you know, rather than engage this, kind of if y'all can't be nice we're just gonna cut y'all off because we're we're not gonna tolerate this kind of behavior and and you know we shouldn't even have to do that because that's not fair to the fans that are actually nice yeah and actually know how to conduct themselves on you know public platforms Mm -hmm. um you know and it's not fair to us because like we're here sharing our honest opinions and we're not saying that you can't share your honest opinions it's just like it's just a matter of how you do it Mm -hmm. Like, I know sometimes like for me, when like a team Lucas person may comment something about how great Lucas and Elizabeth's love story was, it was there all along. How could y'all not see that? Blah, 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 type thing. I'll just ignore it because it's like you have, I've very much stated my opinion. You have your opinion. Nothing I reply to you at this point is going to accomplish anything. So sometimes change their minds. Yeah. So sometimes for me, yeah. it's not that I don't acknowledge the fact that y'all commented. It's that I don't feel that anything I can say is going to lead anywhere but an argument. And I don't care to have an argument. So you're welcome to put your opinion, but that doesn't mean I'm going to engage your opinion. So At the end of the day, it's just a waste of time and energy. And all you're doing is making your anger and your bitterness worse. Mm-hmm. Um, just use your common sense. Yeah. Do you like ask yourself, is this really going to change this person's opinion? Is this really going to change this, this, the outcome of the season? Is this really going to make Nathan get Elizabeth? Is this even going to make Nathan a better character than Lucas or make Lucas disappear or, you know, all this kind of stuff? Because we're even seeing people say that they just want Elizabeth and Lucas completely out of Hope Valley. I've been seeing that a ton. 
and people are either saying that they want Nathan and Allie to move to hope uh, to move to Brookfield with Abigail and Cody and it's like first of all none of that's gonna happen mm-hmm. sorry it's not gonna happen uh for many reasons okay second of all you commenting that a ton isn't gonna make it happen either because that's because obviously like me and her literally have a podcast where we talk hours and hours about our opinions mm-hmm. and like what we think would be great for the show but are they watching are they listening no because this is their show (laughs) yeah i mean if you're if you're listening that's cool but i'm just saying like if you are comment let us know (laughs) hi anyways but yeah i mean but like at the end of the day this is their show yeah their money is getting sunk into this their time and energy is getting sunk into this like it's a lot of money to make a series it's a lot of money to promote a series it's a lot of money and at the end of the day they owe you nothing and you owe them nothing pretty much if you don't like it don't watch it and if you feel like you can do a better job i can guarantee you any of them would say be my guest yeah (laughs) i've I've worked on a set y'all i know how stressful this can get so i mean i haven't and i can just imagine it not being something that's always fun all the time yeah um but yeah basically all we said all of that to say this just be a nice person mm-hmm. if, the, if you don't want to watch season nine cool yeah if you do want to watch season nine cool mm-hmm. just stop making just stop going out of your way to be toxic and mean and destructive yeah okay and if learn, it's, if it's making you mad if it's learn making how- you yeah like grow out of it like yeah. you know do what you've got to do if this is still bothering you this bad almost a year after the fact yeah you might <coughs> sorry <coughs> you might want to reevaluate. just stop you- watching the show yeah unfollow everything that has anything to do with the show okay i'm not saying you had to unfollow kevin because i understand there's a lot of people out here or chris or whatever unfollow the actor i'm not saying do you but i'm just saying at the end of the day if i just absolutely could not stand anything to do with this show news you know clips posters trailers all that if i just could not stand to look at that stuff unfollow them get out of the group them off your instagram delete your fan page you know, yeah. or if you want to make a fan page and like have it separate from you and your personal account, you know, but just don't use it to be destructive and mean and toxic and a bully. Yeah. It's not doing anything but harming yourself. Yeah. And giving a bad stuff into your life. And that's not good. And we don't want that for you guys either because it's like we know how that can ruin your life. Yeah. And it's not well, worth it. Well, and going back to what you said earlier, it's kind of given a bad name to like Kevin's fans. Yeah. Because, like, I think everyone understands that, like, when all you see are Nathan fans being toxic, they're automatically going to think that, oh, I don't want to be his fan. They're all toxic. I don't want to be a part of that fandom. I don't want to be a part of that group of people. Mm -hmm. I've seen how people are about certain ships and certain fandoms and stuff and how toxic they can be. And it's, I mean, that's why it's very rare that I tell people what I'm into because a lot of times they're like, oh, okay see how what kind of person you are fully based on the fan base mm-hmm. and i'm sorry but kevin and chris and aaron and a lot all of them deserve better than that they worked their tails off through a pandemic 
mm-hmm. to give this show to us. Okay, that is not easy. Mm-hmm. Kevin, like I, I don't know if this for a fact, but like he had to completely switch his schedule around so he can make We Calls the Heart. And as soon as he was done with We Calls the Heart, he had to go and make Heartland, which mm-hmm. he didn't do it for season eight. He just did it for uh season seven, I think, right? I think so. Uh, or no, I think he did do it for season eight, but he didn't do it for season nine. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Pandemic. But as soon as he was done uh, filming season eight, he had to go film for season for uh for Heartland. He mm-hmm. had to quarantine for 14 days before he could even go on set. He did that because he loves this character. He loves this show and he loves us. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't deserve for his fans to go out of their ways being toxic. Yeah. And like him and Chris are friends, are friends. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're friends. Him, Chris, and Aaron, and everyone else—they're all friends. So how do you like? How would you imagine someone bullying your friend? I would say in a lot of ways they're fans? almost like brothers. Like, and yeah, they—they they remind me of like. To me, Kevin always makes me think of like the younger brother that talks the older more serious brother into doing yeah. something that's going to get them in trouble <laughs> like, that's just kind of how that, that hits the nail on the head um which i think kevin is actually older than chris but that's beside the point that's just kind of the image i get in my head when i think of this so how do you think they feel for each other with their fans so pitted against each other like dude i am so sorry they're you know like geez yeah. this, i mean you wonder if it would reach a point that they would go is this even worth it anymore right and i mean this is chris's like this is not kevin's first rodeo it's not really technically chris's first rodeo either but it is is it, it is his first role that is very significant yeah where a, ba- a fan base really does grow mm-hmm. you know when you are like i'm sorry but it's different whenever you're making a movie versus when you're making a tv series mm-hmm. Because you develop a character more in a TV series than you do in a movie. Now, if that movie is like a trilogy or something like that, you have a little bit more of a significant ability to grow a fan base based on that one character and the development of that character. But nine times out of ten, a, a TV series is what really brings a fan base. Yeah. Um, and for me, you know, this is a very significant moment for Chris and I'm sorry, but I hate, I feel bad for him because it, it feels like it's full of toxic things. Yeah. I, and Chris doesn't strike, it's tainted for him. It's, it is. And I feel so badly for him because it's tainted by the love triangle. It's tainted by this finale. This one finale has completely tainted his entire, you know, just by his entire career. Mm-hmm. Okay. Along with this character that I feel like very deeply that he loves. And cares mm-hmm. about you can even see a change in him based on his interviews mm-hmm. and i hate that because he didn't deserve that yeah and you know i do blame the ceo because i feel like that whole situation could have been done better i don't really care i say i speak my mind you know i don't hold back i've never done that never will do that part of the reason why we call it honest to goodness but i also blame a lot of the fans including Nathan fans and I'm a Nathan fan you know but they just deserve better yeah so, got my emotional support animal <laughs> hey, but uh all that to say y'all 
<laughs> looking forward to season nine. We're proceeding with caution. We're assuming nothing. And, and everybody are actually nine. looking forward to season nine. For those that are looking forward to season nine, we're going to get a new mayor. We're going to mm-hmm. see that whole situation play out, which I think is going to be really funny because we're going to have Lee oh, and yeah. Dill and Fiona and Hickam and all well, that. I mean, we've already seen that. We've already seen that one clip where uh, Ned and Florence are like, the results are inconclusive. <laughs> so he's like, Bill's just it. like, Bill is not having it. What? Bill is like, yeah, he is not having it. <laughs> so that alone tells me that this is going to be a very fun mayor. Uh, yeah. uh, and then, of course, we've got, you know, Rosemary running a paper. Mm-hmm. That's going to be interesting because, like, I can imagine her interviewing people and everything for, like, stories on the, on the, on the uh, paper. And then we've got Hickam doing mm-hmm. a pipeline along with help, gaining help from Fiona. Mm-hmm. Uh, we still have, we still, there's a lot of stuff that we don't know about her past. Like, we got a huge chunk in the finale that's very mysterious. Yeah. Uh, that I'm very looking forward to. We've got new characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're getting Mesu, who looks to be a love interest for Nathan, which I actually kind of like. I think I'm going to like that dynamic there. I think that's going to be, I think it's going to be refreshing. I feel like it's a little different. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad that we're getting Asian representation. Mm-hmm. because if you go back and look at a lot of period dramas and period series you don't get a lot of asian americans in period dramas mm-hmm. um so i'm i'm glad for that i'm looking forward to what they're going to be doing with the canfields like how they're going to bring joseph and uh and his family into the whole situation especially like he's now got a pulpit and a bell mm-hmm. for the church so i can't wait to see them actually have like services in the church mm-hmm. Like there's just a lot of good things. Stop, but well, like I want you to stop focusing on the triangle. Yeah. That's my goal for season nine is to stop focusing on what happened because mm-hmm. of season nine. I mean season eight. Yeah. So I want to. And plus, like Jack and Jack and Kevin even said, there's going to be a lot more Mountie stuff, which I'm looking forward to because, like, I hope we can actually see like Nathan, you know, do Mountie stuff, you know. <laughs> Like I will you say, just want I to see him show like, somebody up against a wall again and face it. <laughs> I know I'm not alone in that. There's no way I am not alone because I have watched that clip way too many times. <laughs> but I loved it because it showed his intellect and his bronze. It showed him that he had intelligence and bronze, and, and like to be able to shove. Like I'm sorry, but Allie's dad was not. A little twig Mm-mm. okay that dude well, was it, it also showed his passion and his feelings like his yeah. his love for Allie that was yeah. like adrenaline kick yeah. in and and know, to finally yeah. see like and like guys there this will very likely be the season where we finally get Allie calling Nathan dad I hope I hope I, really hope. I hope yeah. I, I mean I do kind of wonder if there's going to be some situation going on with the adoption because Bill said that it was going to take 90 days for them to get the paperwork finalized and it'd be official uh they did the ceremony but it's not like officially like on paper because they still have to like finalize it or something now they that could is, very well that is one storyline I hope falls through the cracks me too <laughs> <laughs> me too because I want it to be official I don't want there to be no hiccups like yeah. Nathan and Allie have been through enough mm-hmm. anyways so there's a lot of good stuff to look forward to. Bill Stop Molly focusing on. Yes, there's mm-hmm. still so much more that could still be going on. I want to find out what else Ned invents. 
or why they are dressed in the red and white striped outfits. Cute. So cute. It was really cute, but I'm like, why? They look like, like, like an ice like cream a, social type thing. That'd be kind of cool. Like if they just opened up like a soda ice cream parlor. That would be. Or it's like soda and pop, pop or whatever. Yeah, like pop and ice cream or whatever. And they do that kind like of thing. That'd be actually kind of cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm ready to to see more of that. And like, you know, yeah. Kevin and different ones have kind of teased what we're going to kind of get. Like even kind of teased, like, you know, Nathan's kind of grew a beard now. And there is a barber in town, aka Fiona. You know, we even saw a clip, uh, a little picture, and it looked like May Sue was in the barbershop. So mm-hmm. there might be a likely friendship with that. And she even teased that she was going to get close to Faith and different ones like that. So I'm looking forward to that. Like mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to the happy moments. That's what's yeah. really get, been getting me through. Because I have not, I'm not going to lie. There have been days where I'm just like, oh, why did it have to end like that? Like, you know, mm-hmm. the all the, my thing is like going back and like looking back and seeing the stuff that slipped through the cracks or didn't make sense. You know, scenes between Elizabeth and Nathan and that didn't really make sense now because of things that she said in the finale and all that. My advice, just don't, just don't do that. Yeah. Try and go in here looking for the positive stuff that you know is going to happen or has to happen or has to be discussed. Yeah. You know, I'm looking forward to Nathan kicking Pinkerton butt. Okay. Mm -hmm. I want them suckers out of that town (laughs) and I want Nathan to do it. So, yeah. Yeah. In fact, I want to see Nathan and Lucas like team up on that i think lucas could actually be of some help because he can there was you know, that picture that we saw of nathan and lucas standing there like watching something and nathan actually almost looked humored and i was like yeah my oh what's going on here like that like, is, I'm they, yeah, that photo excited me because i was like yeah yes, yes i hope it's actually nathan i hope it's actually nathan and lucas actually doing a scene like that and not just them behind the scenes waiting for the cameras to get set up but I would either think way they're I think Kevin had posted it like from doing ADR. Oh, yeah. I'll have to go back and look. But anyway, still, like mm-hmm. any kind of scenes where they're kind of forced to be with each, like together in the same mm-hmm. room is interesting. Well, I mean, I loved the fact that Nathan was at the party. Sorry, guys, we have got to wrap this up. This is probably like two hours long. Um, what, but typical? yeah, typical. But uh, the fact that Nathan was at the party for Elizabeth yeah like I, I want to see the I want to see the three of them become friends yeah like, I want I want to you like, know if it the is dynamic, it's going to be awkward at first you know yeah. that. I want to see them I want to see Nathan be happy for her and yeah. to actually for them to actually be able to but I wanted to see, I want to see like the actual growth like I yeah. do I don't want to see a whole like I don't want to see him completely miserable the whole season maybe in the first season, like the first episode or two, have him obviously kind of have longing looks at her or whatever, or just have a little bit of a heartbreaking look on his face whenever he looks at Elizabeth, but slowly see that expression turn into happiness. Well, and we you know? won't necessarily know because like I said, time is slow in Hope Valley and Elizabeth is just getting back from Hamilton. So there's yeah. already been some time passed there for him to have already- They did, they did say that you we are going to see a little bit of grieving with Nathan. Not a lot, but a little. Yeah. And I'm kind of glad because I feel like I don't want them to kind of skip over that. Yeah. I want it to be, I don't know. Uh, 
I'm not gonna lie. I kind of want. I kind of want Nathan to kind of tell her off a little bit, but after yeah, that, that, that didn't work too well. The last <laughs> just time. one, just one, just one time. Yeah. Even if he has to go back and apologize, like just you know. But anyways, I do want them to become friends though. I, it'd be kind of yeah. cute if like Mesu really is his love interest, mm-hmm. and like they go on like a double date. Mm-hmm. That'd be kind of cute. Maybe Nathan can like. You know, like we said, throw the candles and like, like it's not, <laughs> not, not, no candles. If Nathan like, starts using me, candles, do you not day. know about the past? Like, I, I, I would love to see Nathan like school Lucas on like fire hazards. Like, do you not know how serious a fire hazard you are causing here? No. Watch Nathan start using candles on dates. <laughs> Why is that supposedly so romantic? I don't know. I don't mind a few, but that many is just a little over the top. When you've got so many candles, you're having to use candle oil or whatever. Yeah. 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 When you've got so many candles, you've got to use CGI. That might be a bit over the top. But anyway. (laughs) All right. Well, we are soon, hopefully, going to start recapping from season one to episode one that's gonna be really fun to go back and rewatch. like it's gonna be so weird it is <laughs> like to see just how drastic everything is not even just like obviously the era because like obviously they're going to be in a different era when at the start versus how they are now but like how like cameras and like how different like the di- different directors and like different store like uh you know just mm-hmm. so many different things back then that they are now yeah so costume yeah, uh, and all that kind of stuff for those of you who don't have like the dvds uh edifyfilms.com does have the dvds mm-hmm. but if you don't like I know a lot of people don't necessarily use dvds anymore if you don't have the dvds and you don't necessarily want to purchase them because i will say this they're pretty expensive mm-hmm. um hallmark movies and now has an app that you can get on your phone or you can just go to hallmarks movie movies now.com and watch one season one all the way to see, uh season eight for free or for i say like 5.99 or something like that a month yeah it's, it's a subscription yeah it's it's like a yeah. channel subscription yeah yeah it's just like netflix and you know yeah uh which i have to say it's not it's not that bad like yeah i think yeah. it is they say they're like 4.99 or 5.99 or yeah something. it's like 5.99 i think it's 5.99 and then you get access so, and, to all different, like all the time still delivered. Yeah, it's not just we call the heart. It's, uh, it's yeah, anything Hallmark, like a lot of their movies, all their mystery shows. So yeah, yeah, it might not so have everyone to follow along with us, there, but it'll have a lot. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. So if you guys want to follow along with us, go on to those two different sites, whichever you want to choose, mm-hmm. and follow along with us. We'll be starting that soon. Yep. Uh, I know the Hardy's Hotline. Is like on season two doing their recap. Yeah. So that's going to be fun. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, sorry for all the interruptions and technical difficulties and everything else. What else is new? Um, <laughs> if you survived and you actually listened all the way through all of this, thank you. Yeah. Because you are the real MVP. Because I wouldn't have even known that. Yeah. Being honest here. Yeah. yeah, my my first episode for my classic podcast turned out like 15 minutes long. I'm like, hmm, let's see if I can keep that going. 
I guess as long as you don't have me on there, you're fine. <laughs> so All right, guys. We love y'all. Thank y'all so much. And we'll be back soon. Bye. Bye.